This is Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And good afternoon, everyone. You know, each week I start off by saying, wow, interesting news in real estate. But <laughs> I got to tell you, the provincial government definitely stepped into it this week, and we have a lot to talk about. In fact, we're going to leave the phone lines open for the entire hour, 416-872-1010. And I want to talk to you about the Ontario Fair Housing Plan. So how about I just do a quick synopsis on what happened this week? If everybody was tuned to their radio right here on the station, they heard when Kathleen Wynne decided to go go off the rails, hop into Liberty Village, and release what she dis- determined to be a good, fair approach to real estate here in Ontario. Is it going to do any good? Well, how about we look at a few of the things. I'll start off with number one, a 15% non-residential speculation tax on the price of homes. And this is for people who are not citizens or permanent residents. Do you actually think that this is going to work? Well, here's my problem with it first and foremost, right out of the gate, She turns around and it was starting on Friday. No notice, so immediately. Even worse than British Columbia and BC, even though they had an adjustment very short term, it turned around and now it's starting to bounce back. So the problem that I've got is that she decided that she's going to do 16 measures. Number one, provincial, they're going to have the tax on the foreign buyers. Number two, expanding rent control to all private rental units in Ontario. So what you can do is they can take the rate of inflation plus 1.5. Is this really going to help the actual housing market? Now, again, there's two markets that we talk about, rental, and then we talk about buying. Is this going to help the people that are trying to buy? Uh, Again, I'm going to say fail on that for sure. Developing a standard lease for all the tenants across the province. Hey, listen, I don't have a problem with standard forms. Of course, people should be allowed to be able to do some changes, both from a tenant's perspective as well as from a landlord's perspective. But hey, listen, that's okay. We can live with that one. The province will look at its own surplus land to see what can be used for development purposes. Give me a break. You know what? Why wouldn't the province want to sell some of their land right now? Because the market is at a high. And uh, is it actually going to happen? Good luck with that, Miss Wynn. I'm pretty sure you're not going to be letting go hundreds and hundreds of acres. Next, of course allowing the City of Toronto and potentially other interested municipalities to introduce a vacant home tax. This is the one I think they actually got right. In fact, I'm sure that they got this one right because I think the municipalities and the mayors should actually have more control over the taxes in their marketplaces. And as most of you know, if you've tuned in to me every single week here, we turn around and we talk with the mayors, with our section of minutes with the mayors. And I would have to agree, I'd like to see the mayors have more control. So the vacant tax is actually a positive thing. I think the municipalities, if they're going to be servicing, and again, when they actually focus on the number of services that have to be provided in a subdivision, vision or in a city, then they have to get so many dollars that should be coming in, not just from property taxes, but on top of that, of some form of income that's being generated out of that property. So you know what? I think that's the only one so far they got right. Ensuring that the property tax for new multi-residential apartment buildings is charged at a similar rate, 
really? You're going to turn around and, and try to force this through. So it's an incredible risky thing. You have to build $100 million or $200 million worth of properties and deliver it vacant. So you're going to go after the builders who are going to try to turn around and occupy properties. You know what? So far, that one's a fail. The next one, introducing a targeted $125 million for a five-year program to further encourage construction of new rental apartment buildings. Wait a minute. You just turn around, you want to put rent control in, now you want the builders to build more? Are you kidding me? You think $125, $125 million incentive is going to help anybody? Allowing municipalities greater taxing tools, including vacant land tax. All right. Last time I drove around Toronto, I didn't see a whole lot of vacant land. So you know what? Who are you going after? Uh, the suburbs, even some of the outer markets that are further where the, this, some of this land cannot even get the necessary sewer and water treatment, and you want to start taxing them even further? Again, that one's a fail for sure. Number nine, creating a new housing supply team with dedicated provincial employees. Are you kidding Seriously, you want us to employ more people, pay more tax dollars for a housing supply team. Here, let me make it easy for you. We don't have any supply, okay? And now you're going to hire a team of provincial employees to do this? Give me a break. This is one, one crazy suggestion. Understanding and tackling practices that may be contributing to tax avoidance Excess speculation in the housing market. Okay, this is the assignment clause, folks. This is the ones that people are buying brand new construction, speculating, and turning around and, and flipping it before it closes. This one, for sure, they can turn around and Revenue Canada can hop through the builder's agreement of purchase and sales, and they can actually track it themselves. So the province, of course, wants to claim a win here. This is where the CRA needs to step up and actually take care of it. This has nothing to do with the province. Reviewing the rules for real estate agents to ensure consumers are fairly represented in real estate transactions. Well, first and foremost, we've got a group called RICO, okay? Real estate Council of Ontario, they, uh, they do mandate and check on realtors. But here's the problem that you have. You think that 80,000 realtors are going to be able to be ruled in. Now, a lot of the problems right now is the multiple offer situation and people feel that they are not getting their fair share, meaning they don't have the ability of actually getting properties because somebody comes in with a bully bid, there's 80 bids. How do we do it? Well, you know what? There's not an exact science to this or exact rules, but remember, people want to focus on their privacy. If not, you should start an auction process. Again, I'm sorry, does Miss Wynn have a real estate license? Or for that matter, does Mr. Souza have a real estate license? Some of this stuff is not sensical. Next, establishing a housing advisory group which will meet quarterly to provide the government with ongoing advice about the state of the housing market. Really? Are you kidding? Seriously, you're gonna put an advisory group together that's gonna to meet quarterly? Who are you going to make this up with? Are you actually tapping the people that are living and breathing the industry? You know what? I throw my hat into the ring. You can have my resume. I'd happily be part of that advisory committee. Educating consumers on their rights, particularly when it comes to the issue of one real estate professional representing more than one party in the real estate transaction. You know what? This is something that the boards can do 
the Ontario Real Estate Association, TREB, we can turn around, put it through Korea. I think that this is not a bad thing, but keeping the province out of it is probably the smartest thing. You know what? Make sure that an education is given. If they have to run seminars on it, then do it. But really, how is the province going to mandate this? Doesn't make any sense. Of course, partnering with uh, the Canadian Revenue Agency to explore more comprehensive reporting requirements, so the correct federal and provincial taxes, including income and sales tax are paid. Okay, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with that one. Um, and, of course, making elevators in Ontario buildings more reliable by establishing timelines for elevator, elevator repair in consultation with the sector. Listen, safety is one of the most important things that we all have to be concerned about, and there's nothing wrong with mandating uh, elevator repair on a regular basis. There's nothing wrong with it, but you've just shot the foot of the actual landlord by saying, hey, listen, you can't increase your rents, so be careful with that one. That may come up into a financial problem. And of course, the province will work with municipalities to better reflect the needs of the growing greater Golden Horseshoe. Really? Tell you what, give the power back to the mayors and the people that are running the municipalities. Don't turn around and let the province dictate it. Anyways, uh, folks, that is my quick review. And uh, I'm taking a look at my text board. By the way, text me, 71010, regular rates apply. You can call me here, 416-872-1010, toll free at 1-877-518-5151. I'm gonna go to a quick call that I've got on hold here, and it is Peter in Brampton. And uh, hi, Peter. Hey, how you doing this afternoon? Good, thanks. And uh, you think foreign buyer buyer tax will never work? What do you think? Uh, how can it work? Think about it. If I pay one point five million dollars for a house, and then they charge me fifteen percent, I could make that back in equity in one year. Housing prices are going up what thirty percent or more. So, what to me that's that's an easy one. If I'm a foreign buyer, I'll, I'll, I'll pay that. I'll, I'll make it back so quick. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it, it, I'll come out more than even. <laughs> yep. I Listen, Peter, good comment. I, I agree with you 100%. I think that they are way too late to the plate, and I don't think they're attacking it at the right end. So you know what? I agree with you 100%. Thanks, Peter. Thank you. Okay, thank you. So, folks, listen, you know what? you got to take a look at this stuff. I'm going to grab one more call, and remember, uh, 416-872-1010. And uh, Luba, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Yes, hi. I'm calling from Cambridge. Yes. We we were looking to downsize. We found this uh, bungalow. It was listed for 560 Yes. And then we were ready to put the offer. The guy says, no, the, they don't accept offers for another week. Okay, fine. Then when it was time for offer, he started telling us it's going to be five, six offers, and the house is going to sell for 650 for 700 750 So when the day come, we put an offer. And then guess what? The house was sold for 700 The house is not even worth that much because real estate agents, I think the, 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 this problem is going to be fixed if the real estate agents by law okay. are required to tell people yep. how much each offer was. Okay. And I hope Kathleen Wynn is listening there. Okay, I hope so too. Thanks so much for your call, Luba. I greatly appreciate it. So, folks, you know what? There's lots to talk about. So when we come back from the break, I want to hear from all of you. I want your opinion on a lot of these new rules on the Ontario Fair Housing Plan. Did Kathleen Wynne get it right or is she off her rocker? Or is she just trying to gain your vote? Because if something sticks, maybe the market will get better. So... 
You're listening to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. So, have you got a thorn in your side with what Miss Wynn said this week? I sure do. And you know what? I'm pretty passionate about it because we've been warning about this foreign buyer tax. We knew she was sooner or later going to drop the bomb. And how about those people that just actually sold their house last week to a foreign buyer? What if the foreign buyer bails out on them? And you know what? They just got screwed. You know what? There was no notice in BC. In fact, seven days was the notice. Miss Wynn won. So you know what? I think that uh, they've got it wrong right now. And uh, we're going to find out if they uh, anything that they're doing is going to help cool the market. I'm just going to go to my text board for a second. Just another example of Wynn and her cronies sticking their noses in something they have zero knowledge of. It's painfully obvious how clueless they are. And I've got another caller that said, we are in a housing bubble. Lots of people are going to get hurt when it bursts. Another one, Wynn is going to limit rentals to 1.5%, then turn around and increase Heating and hydro to run them by uh, by 20% increase. You know what? You got it. You nailed it. You know what? She is she is just sucking and blowing on this one. And I got to tell you, we're not getting ahead of anything with the way she is setting this up. And I'm sorry. You know what? I'm a big believer of, uh, of all the mayors out there. And I hope that they're listening because they can control their municipalities. Hopefully, Miss Wynn will not get in their way and they'll be able to do something more for the municipalities. Because right now, the provincial government is something we can cannot count on. I'm going to go to uh, Ken here in Brampton. And hi, Ken. Thanks for waiting. Thank you, Mr. Slater. Thank you for taking my call. No problem. I, com- I have a comment and a question. The comment is, why don't we do and take Kathleen's win- Kathleen Wynn's example and extend the payment? So instead of 25-year mortgages, well, I have 50-year mortgages, and they'll be just the same <laughs> like she did with Hydro. <laughs> Ken, I love the comment. Let's see if Miss Wynn will pick up some of the interest for us. Yeah. And the other que- uh, question I have is, house prices are expensive, I understand, because everybody wants them. And if nobody can afford them, who's, who's wanting all these houses? It doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know what? Good comment, Ken. But you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, and, and, and I'm not going to pick on what people would deem to be the rich, but there are people that, you know what, they are double incomes. You know, they've been working for a long time. You don't typically have your 20-year-olds buying $1.5 million homes. Um, you know, th- these are people that are probably move up buyers. They've been able to achieve some equity out of their first, second and third home. They're on to their third or fourth at this point and they're doing move up. So it's not that everybody can afford the most expensive homes, but you know what it is pushing the market. So thanks so much for your call, Ken. So, you know what? That's a good point, though. You know, who does afford these? And by the way, it's interesting because Miss Wynn's comment was that she wants to soften pricing. So just a comment to the millennials. You know that a lot of this money that your parents are getting when they sell their house, you might be inheriting. So Miss Wynn wants to affect the people that are going to retire. Um, not that I'm saying everybody's got their retirement locked up in their home, but this is the greatest asset. So thanks once again to Miss Wynn, because if she's trying to deflate the market at the same time, deflate people's assets to make it more affordable for the group to come up from underneath them. And then what about that group? What happens five, 10 years down the road when let's say the new first time home buyer wants to sell their property? Do you 
agree that you should sell it for a fair price? Will you forget some of your profit because you're going to be fair to the next group of buyers? You know, that's a question I think everybody should ponder. You know what? What is wrong with the current owners being able to actually successfully have a profit on their properties? It's not like they're sitting there flipping them. This whole idea that everybody's flipping homes right now, you know what? I want to see the stats. And by the way, if we press Mr. Souza, we're not going to find any stats from him. Remember, 416-872-1010. Love to hear about it. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Juan in Toronto. And uh, Juan, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, thanks for taking my call. No problem. So you are completely against Wynn's new rules? Yeah, I'm just wondering, did Kathleen Wynn went to any school that teaches a little bit of economics? Because all I know that if supply is not there, then demand is going to be, of course, high. And all the 16 measurements that you mentioned, I don't see anywhere really, really there tackle down the supply chain. No, so in fact, is, in fact, Juan, you know what? Good point on that. And I'll tell you why I believe in what you just said, because Miss Wynn turned around and she said that maybe we could put some of the province uh, land up for sale. Do you think that she's going to give us a deal on it? Well, uh, I don't think that there are a lot of other measurements can be taken that to, to tackle the supply, not necessarily just sell the province land. Yep. Excellent. So, Excellent. Well, thanks so much for your call, Juan. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks. So I'm going to go to Andrew in Niagara Falls. And Andrew, uh, welcome to the show. Actually, I'm not in Niagara Falls. I live in Smithville, but okay. I own a house. I own a house <laughs> in Hamilton uh, for over 20 years. I used to reside in it, um, and it's divided up into two flats. And uh, I just recently, because of the way that the market has been going, had the upstairs apartment uh, kitchen renovated. And um, <clears throat> as soon as I heard this announcement, the first thing that I did is I called over to the contractor and inquired into how do I go about converting this into a, a second floor laundry room because it, it gives me a very clear answer as to what it is that I need to do because I'm not going to have to deal with uh, this rent control thing is something that's out of the question, especially since I'm laying out money in order to update this, the, the units that I have right now. I'm not going to do it. So, so now that's going to be a single-family single family dwelling. And I'll tell you, there's a crisis. I lived there for 20 years, so I understand this. There's a lot of poor people that are living there that are in a crisis right now because their housing is going away. There's all people moving from the Toronto, Mississauga, Oakville markets because they're priced out of those markets. They're buying up those homes, and they've gone up. Some of them have gone up in value by, by 100% over the last uh, five or six years. And, uh, you know, there really is going to be a crisis as far as housing for lower income. There's not going to be any left. Uh, because I know, for one, that my house is going to be a single-family dwelling. It says sure. that on the official plan anyway. Yep. So, uh, you know, it may as well be that way. And yep. that's just my comment is uh, I think this will be the end result. It's going to have the exact opposite um, effect. I, I agree with you, Andrew, on that, because I think that uh, that Miss Wynn is not really calculating what is necessary for people to be encouraged to be landlords. And thanks so much for your call. She, Greatly she, appreciate she it. Is deeply misguided. Yeah, I agree. Thanks so much for your call today, Andrew. Okay. 
So, folks, listen, you know what? Um, we're going to keep on this segment because uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to open up the phones today was I want your opinion on what is going on and what is your take on the Ontario Fair Housing Plan. I'm sorry, I, it's such a crock when I read that title. And I, I you know, if you, haven't, if you haven't figured it out, I'm a little bit irritated about this whole thing. Would you agree, Mike? My, I'm looking at my producer, Mike, and he's looking at me going, man, you're, you're in a mood. Really? I, I didn't I couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things, you know, we kind of anticipated it coming down. Uh, it, they, they jumped it up a week and we thought it was going to come through uh, with the uh, budget next week. And they decided what? They want a spotlight? Do you actually think you're going to get more votes? Well, listen, you know what? We're going to have a lot more. So remember, 416-872-1010. I want to hear your opinion. What do you think? Are, is the province right or wrong? And uh, we'll talk to you when we come back right after this. Now, more of Simply Real Estate with host Todd C. Slater on News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Hey, so far, first half hour, I don't know. I think most people are saying they're not really thrilled with the new Ontario Fair Housing Plan from Miss Wynn. You know what? I'm going to go to my text board for a second because I've had a lot of people texting me in. By the way, thanks everybody for participating because it's really nice to get some of your opinions. And coming out of it, it says only a bunch of stupid liberals would go at anything claiming they are trying to make things fair. How about sign me up for a new development home? And what fair price will they be listed for? Got another one. How about putting a much higher capital gains tax in place for speculators who flip a house within two years to prevent constant escalation of prices? Love it. Not a problem with that one. And it says, hey, Todd, just bought a home in Brantford. It is possible to purchase a quality home if you're an informed buyer. I'm not impressed with this. It doesn't help the first time buyer. Really, Toronto is a world class city and we have to pay higher prices to live there. Then so be it. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate that. Politicians have created this crisis with sky-high immigration. Got one that says, actually, and this is quite shocking, I'm a renter. She just got my vote. I like rent controls. Developers can whine. They weren't doing much before the controls. Their argument doesn't hold up. Well, if you are a renter and you are paying your own hydro and you vote win again, good luck with that. If you're a renter and it's all inclusive, you got to cut your landlord a little bit of slack because they're getting dinged and Miss Wynn's not helping any of them with the hydro. Says, hi, just put my home on for sale. It'll go on the MLS Monday. I'm really counting on this sale to give me retirement income as well as set up a trust fund for my disabled son. I thought we lived in a free market society. Apparently we do not. I guess this global society only applies when it suits the liberals. You know what? I, uh, I appreciate that comment very much. Once again, the province has found yet another way to kill what few manufacturing type jobs are left like renovators, etc. I don't know if the McGinty Wynn government is right on this. What I do know is that the McGinty Wynn government meddling in Ontario real estate market makes me nervous, especially considering the record on so many other portfolios. Yeah, anybody remember the gas plants? You know, how about let's blow a billion dollars and then absolutely collapse everything. You know what? I think everybody's got the idea, but you know what? I'm going to let, uh, let's go to the phone lines and we'll go to Joe. And Joe, uh, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Hi, Todd. Thank you. Um, you know, I just want to emphasize the fact that next year is an election year. And so this is a way for the uh, Wynn government to say that they're doing something and that they care about Ontarians and the housing uh, crisis. Um, I was telling your screener that this 
crisis is created by government. You know, you have the Ontario government allowing developers rampant development. Uh, you basically have 95% of all condos being single uh, family units. You don't have two bedrooms or three bedrooms out there in the stock so that, you know, people can transition from the one bedroom to the other two and three as their family grows. Uh, you have the federal government allowing, you know, the 40-year amortization, the 5% down, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I think that the government stepping in is just a PR move to say, look, we care, vote liberal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Joe? I, I, I agree with you 100%. This is a PR move. You know, why else would she turn around and go into, you know, one of the hottest millennial living areas and make this big announcement saying, I want everybody to be treated fairly. Let's reduce the prices so everybody can get in the market. So, you know what, Joe? I agree with you, and thanks so much for your call. So um, I'm going to go to, uh, let's see, you know what, how about we head out to Kitchener for a second, and I'm going to go to Bill. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you. So tell me, what do you think? Rent control. Uh, Sounds like the 80s think, all over again. Yeah, I think it's a disaster. Uh, I was around, uh, you know, I'm 46 years as a real estate broker, and 73. So I've been around a little longer than you, Todd. Uh, not as good looking as you, but I've been around. <laughs> and uh, I was here when they created the disaster back in the 80s and the uh, construction stopped on uh, rental properties. This whole mess that we're in right now in the Toronto area is all due to the politicians taking way too long to issue permits to be able to build stuff. The the vacancy is uh, is nothing because there's nothing there. There's nothing coming on. And the only way you're going to crack this mess is not to worry about the 7% of the foreign investors coming in. I agree if there's a vacant unit and they're not renting it out, tax them. Uh, but get some building going on. Don't make the rent control stop because that's exactly what's going to happen. I just came from doing an offer with another gentleman from Toronto and uh, an industrial property I have here. He's just aware, tell me, of a deal with $200 million just got canned last night. Yep. All because of rent controls, because they can't afford, they can't speculate anymore. You don't know what other problems are going to come up if you're, if you're building apartments and you're stuck at 2.5%. Uh, there's no profit. So if there's no profit, why build? Yeah, exactly. So we're creating a bigger mess than what we already have now. You... And, and it's just another stupid move of the federal <laughs> government not being able to see yep. uh, the economics of it all. Excellent. Thanks so much for your call, Bill, and uh, really appreciate it, especially with your experience. We appreciate the phone call, so thank you. And you know what, folks? Yeah, yeah. He's got a point, you know? It is. Look, at I, I agree that, you know, we don't want rents going way out of control, but why would a builder want to build if they can't make any profit? You know, when they put out hundreds of millions of dollars, and this is a problem. You know what? Here's an interesting comment. I'm going to go to another Bill, and uh, Bill, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you. So you have a complaint about the Toronto Community Housing Repair Backlog. That's right. John Tory's coming out. We need more affordable housing. City of Toronto owns 58,000 uh, community uh, rental units, and they haven't invested a nickel back to rehabilitate any of them. Now he wants more. More of what? More debt to put onto the taxpayers of Toronto and the GTA area? So 58,000 housing units is not enough. We need 100,000, right? Yep. What the heck is going on? You don't hear anything about those 58,000 units. They were talking about spending money to rehabilitate. A lot of them, they're falling apart. Yet he stands in front of the microphone, the mayor of the city of Toronto, with uh, our premier, and says there isn't enough affordable housing. They don't want to reinvest in it. 
So they're letting them all fall apart. And guess who's going to pay the bill at the end of the day? The taxpayers. You, you got it. And you know what? Good comment, Bill, and I appreciate that phone call. So thank you so much. You know what, folks? A good point. You know what? They don't want to fix the wheel that's already broken. They want to reinvent it. Come on. Let's be real for a second. You know what? Anyways, I'm going to go to Jeff. And uh, Jeff, welcome to Simply Real Estate. Thank you very much, Todd. Um, a lot of people don't realize that uh, from the time a, uh, a piece of property is looked at, uh, vacant land, it takes about seven, 16 years before somebody actually has a dwelling to be able to move into, you know? Yes. And, and, it's, and, and it's quite astounding. But um, when I got my real estate license in 1979, uh, part of the Real Estate and Business Brokers Act was that if you had a, a property listed with no conditions and, uh, and you got an offer for that uh, uh, value, that was a done deal. Yeah, there was, and is that still in existence? Because it seems to me that if you, as a, a listing broker uh, or agent, you've got the appropriate price and you get an unconditional offer, then that should be it. Yeah, but you know that's not the case now, Jeff. You know what people people can turn around. They can even get a hundred thousand dollars over asking and still refuse it if they don't get what they want. So. I understand, but that but you see that to me seems to be one of the the the, the chinks that has caused this type of in the armor that's caused this kind of a problem to 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 uh, to to develop. Yep. Yeah, and, I, and 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 so that's just a tweaking of the real estate and business brokers act, which is. To me, something that's 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 a simple fix, yep. just to stop this the this exorbitant uh, increase in prices. The other thing I wanted to ask, Todd, sure. is it uh, is it uh, in uh, British Columbia anybody who is a, a, a seller of a piece of property that mm-hmm. it ends up getting flipped a number of times, they all end up uh, sharing. The, the ultimate profit. Is that not true? Uh, no, it's not. It's not entirely true at okay. this time. And it is something that they, uh, they're thinking that they're going to have to be able to do, that the first person, the actual the title owner, is going to be able to get share with that. But right. I, I've, got, I've got to let you go, Jeff. No Thanks so, thank you so much for your call. I greatly appreciate it. And folks, listen, um, I've got a few of you on hold. Um, you know what? We're going to have to go to a break in, in a minute. But I want you to stay on the line. I want to get to every single one of you. This is probably the hottest topic we're going to be able to talk about this year. And you know what? Has the government got it right? 416-872-1010. Or you can text me at 71010. Uh, Listen, my board's lit up all the way across the board. I'm loving to see this. Love your feedback. When we come back, we'll have more. So stay with me. I'll be right back. Now, back to Simply Real Estate with Todd C. Slater, In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. And welcome back. Listen, it's been a great show so far. Thanks for everybody for texting and calling in, 416-872-1010 or 71010. You can text me here. I'm going to get right back to my phone calls. I'm going to go to Marie. And uh, welcome to the show, and thanks so much for hanging on, Marie. Hello? I guess we I guess we lost Marie. Okay, I'm going to go to Scott. And Scott, welcome to the show. How are you doing, Todd? Good, thanks. Thanks for calling. So, um, what's your point on this? I I I like what you're saying. Maybe you can share it with our uh, our listeners. Okay, so the majority of the people that are going to buy a house and rent it out, let's call it that they make over two hundred thousand dollars a year, and that's normal. Now, I understand there's a lot of people out there going to say two hundred thousand is a lot of money, but here's the problem. If you do make over $200,000 and you invest in a house, 
and she allows you to make 2%. What she's basically saying is that on every $100,000 you're going to make, you're allowed to make $2,000. On that $2,000 for the profit, you have to pay... Oh, we're starting to lose you there, Scott. All righty. I think we lost Scott, but Scott, I think we got the idea that what Miss Wynn's saying is you should not be profitable if you invest in real estate. I think I think I got the gist of it. Anyways, 416-872-1010 is my number. I'd love to hear from you. Did Miss Wynn get this right? Uh, we're going to go to Peter in Ajax, and uh, welcome to the show, Peter. Hello, Peter. Oh, looks like we lost Peter as well. Okay, so there we go. Peter? Nope, no good. All righty. Anyways, folks, 416-872-1010. I'm going to to go to our text board because it's just been lighting up like crazy. Rent control was eliminated for new apartments in 1991, and nobody built new rentals since. So this new rent control law has no effect for developers these days. Ah, but hang on. There is a point to be made on this. Just so you know, uh, a bunch of developers started converting over to making rental properties again. If everybody remembers the debacle about a year and a half ago or about a year ago when Urban Corp turned around and went, hey, listen, to the 180 buyers that on the condominium, they gave them back their deposits. People made no money on it. Then they turned around and said, no, we're going to turn this into rental properties. So there are some developers that sat there and said, hey, listen, let's turn around and build up, you know, the idea of some rental properties. They saw some initiative, they were thinking of doing it. And so there was a bunch of applications made for actual rental properties over the last few years. And, you know, one of the reasons why the builder would do it is, of course, is that maybe hang on to it, let it pay itself down. If rents are strong enough, let them pay them down. And then, the you know, they can turn around, make some money in the future. So, um, so I got to say that I don't quite agree that, uh, you know, developers aren't just building end user condos. They actually was some attempt for some of these builders to come back into the market. And, you know, good comment earlier that, you know, some of the properties in Toronto here, um, you know, some of the, 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 the housing that Toronto has, the affordable housing, look at they're falling apart. So what's going to happen there? Uh, government plans for housing is a failure. Rent controls are a failure. Government has resorted to thief with every new tax. When will there be a major tax revolt sent with gentle effect? <laughs> you know what, folks? I love the the feedback because quite frankly, you know, it's it's everybody. Everybody's affected when the government turns around. And this was this came in so fast, so furious. It, it was just ridi- uh, ridiculous. So uh, let's go to Peter. And uh, Peter, welcome to the show. Network. Hi, and Peter. I just, I just wanted to yep. confirm something with you. In a previous show, I think you said it takes 14 years for a development to bring housing online. No, actually, uh, we were talking to we were actually talking to one of the developers, and he said anywhere from five to 14 years can be the the actual time frame. So, in reality, that is the problem, and that was caused by government interference and and, and controls, basically. Because what we have is a lack of supply. It's, you know, a lot of callers blame it on real estate agents. They blame it on... Um, foreign buyers. <laughs> yeah, foreign buyers. It, these are all boogeymen that are, are not the problem. It's the lack of supply. And, you know, 
I'm not sure what the government now is trying to accomplish except a PR exercise, really. I agree. And, you know, Peter, when, when, when we talk about, you know, government and because they've got a election coming up next year, you know, we think that they're just bullying everybody to try to get votes. But one of the things and one point to be made here is the fact that we keep growing as a province, as a country we do. But as a province, we have the greatest number of people immigrating into uh, our area. So, you know, people can sit there and say it's not a supply. But if you keep increasing your population, it is a supply issue. So, um, you know, I agree with you 100%. And thanks so much for your call. Thanks. Thank you. So, um, you know what? It's, again, one of those situations. I'm going to go to another Peter. And it is, uh, Peter, um, welcome to the show. Uh, you've got a fundamental flaw in how liberals look at investors. Is that right? That's right. I own a small business, a small restaurant, and so to Justin Trudeau, I'm a rich Canadian looking to avoid taxes. And I own a couple of rental properties. So now to Kathleen Wynne, I'm just a rich Canadian looking to avoid taxes and put, a, put my money into um, a secure place. And, and it just, they just look at, at investors the wrong way. I create jobs. I create opportunity. And I get penalized every time I turn around. I can't win with win. <laughs> you know what? You, that's, they, they've got to get some signs out there. You won't win with win. You know, and I agree with you 100%, Peter. I, and the, I, and the hydro, the hydro um, rebate doesn't apply to business. Well, that's great. You get a, a 25% reduction on your, on your residential, but you have no job to pay for it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Listen, I agree with you so much, Peter, and thanks so much for your call today. Thank you. Okay. So I'm going to go to Tim, uh, and, and he says I'm having a problem with my supply side story of this. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Good, you. Uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, so the whole, uh, you guys actually had somebody from Simon Fraser University yes. come on about two days ago, I think, or a day ago. Yes. We actually substantiated this. Uh, it kind of nullified this whole claim that, or uh, Tim Hudak specifically, and, and yeah, you know, these, these guys who benefit from supply coming onto market are perpetuating where supply is the issue. It is not. For the past five years, you've actually had supply sides actually coming online that match or surpass demand. Okay. This is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very conservative kind of belief system where supplies are always the issue. It's a demand issue. And that's why I'm happy that the government brought it in, though I'm not happy that they brought it in so late. I think it should have been done very much soon to, um, you know, Similar timeline to when when Vancouver brought it on. Okay, so are you talking about the foreign buyer tax? I am. Okay. So so after the point of the whole supply side aspect. Okay. So so if we if if you and I agree to disagree, okay. Um, sure. So if you, if we're saying that the demand, it, the problem is the demand. So we've got more demand. Yeah. Is that correct? So 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 so, uh, so with the demand side, I think the thing that I wish they'd focused on on was capital flight. Okay. That has actually come into this uh, into the economy, and two more specifically when it comes to students. And this is uh, I'm speaking from personal experience, where I know people, who, kids of people who are living abroad, who happen to own anywhere from five to ten condos. Yep. So it, it's a huge demand side issue, and I think it's going to be a, a very very big problem as soon as interest rates do start rising. And I know people don't like hearing this, but. A carrying cost is by far the biggest cost that comes with owning own, owning a house. Sure. You know, um, interest rates effectively double your cost of owning a house. Yep. As soon as they do rise, carrying costs will increase, and they will effectively hurt this economy way more than any of these things are going to. All right. Well, thanks so much for your conversation, Tim. 
Thanks Cheers. so much for your comments. Okay, have, have a great a day. Bit. All right, bye now. Um, listen, you know what, folks? Everybody's going to have an opinion on this, and um, it uh, it looks like um, we're going to pretty much run out of time here. And I'd like to thank everybody that um, that's been uh, holding. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get to all our calls. I saw that Scott was had called back. Scott, thanks so much for trying to get back in touch with me, but unfortunately, we're not going to be able to take any more calls. And um, just because I want to be able to wrap up the show, so thanks so much for everybody for calling. Um, you know what, as I said, looking at my text board, looking at all the calls, I thank everybody for listening to the show every single week, of course, and participating. This one, folks, we're going to continue to talk about it probably for weeks and months to come. I truly believe that, um, you know what, I don't think they're attacking this at the right, uh, at, at, at the right direction at all. I think that this whole knee-jerk reaction with the foreign buyer tax, you know what, they should have given 30 days notice. How about the people that have just sold their homes to a foreign buyer, and now all of a sudden the foreign buyer has the right to bail out on them? What if they went out and already bought another house? This is a problem that they had in BC, and a lot of people lost their deals. They had already bought another house. They're now carrying two homes, and and that is a huge problem. Guess they didn't think about that, did they? You know what? How about you put a caveat saying, if your house is already sold, those people are not going to pay the tax, but anything that sells after this date will. You know what? We'll wait and see how this whole thing plays out. As usual, I want to thank all of you for listening. It's always a pleasure. I want to thank my producer, Mike, this week. Mike, thanks so much for joining me. You know, you keep it simple. You keep me on track as usual. And um, you know what? Uh, always a pleasure to break this thing down again i think that they've got it wrong and we're gonna find out how wrong they are but of course i'm your host todd c slater thanks so much for listening i'll be back next week at 3 p.m and uh, we'll see if anything has any effect so have a great week and we'll talk to you then